Before we start the show, let's address something in the community that's been asked of us for so freaking long. I get this phone call at least five times a week. I get emails all the time. Who do you use for pressing and comic book fixing? Hero Restoration is one of the two sponsors of the YouTube channel. You can send your comics with peace of mind to hrcomics.com. They'll take care of them. They can get them to CGC for you so you don't have to do this like back and forth. They're super affordable and they are a staff of professionals. Enjoy the show. D23 spiked a hell of a lot of comic books. Let's get into it. Another week, another list. And Overstreet Price Guide Advisor joining me at the table to talk about the trending comics in the marketplace. Butch, stop biting me. D23 pulling up a lot of repeat offenders on this list. Things that we haven't seen and talked about in a while. And keep in mind that a lot of these high numbers are not all-time high numbers. We're actually seeing lulls in the market. Sounds like some hot comics that you may be able to score on the low. Hit the like, slap the subscribe button, and at the list at number 10. 1991, goodness. Dark Hawk, number one, seeing $25 average sales. 9.8s hitting between $200 and $250 this past week. Keep in mind, the all-time high at that grade was $350. Hot damn. And if you think that price difference is crazy, the newsstands are absolutely insane. We actually had a sale on September 6th at $550, but the all-time high newsstand was back on July 17th for $850. We are seeing a lot of Dark Hawk rumors right now because of a since-deleted tweet. James Gunn was kind of alluding to the fact that Dark Hawk was supposed to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but might be in number three. We're not quite certain what's going to happen with this character. Character, but he is a fan favorite that people are always buying. We're seeing a 380% increase in copies sold in the last seven days. Guardians 3 spec. We do have the Guardians holiday special slated for the end of the year. We're finding out this past week that it's going to have a running time of 40 minutes. It's being described as a special that will premiere on Disney+. Plus. There are 1,087 9.8 copies of Darkhawk number one on the CGC census. And although we are reporting some highs that are nearing $300, there was an all-time low record for the year that was just purchased this past week for 152. Dark Hawk is absolutely a fan favorite and last year we had a five issue miniseries written by Kyle Higgins who also wrote Radiant Black. It was a fun read and something else fun to read but fun to watch as well is Secret Invasion number one. The trailer dropped at D23 and I am so excited to see more of Nick Fury's story. Coming out in 2008, Secret Invasion number one is hitting $30 average sales. A 9.8 recently sold for $175. This book has broken $200 in the past. The all-time high was $230 for a 9.8. This is the name of the Disney Plus series that we're going to get. Thus, this has become a key for the start of the series where scrolls are infiltrating and invading our planet. So even with a 429% increase in copies sold, there is no secret that we have been talking about this book since 2019 when Key Collector got notification that Disney was working on a secret invasion project. We got confirmation in December of 2020 that it would be a television series. The thing about Secret Invasion is we don't know who are Skrulls and who are the actual 
people. This already looks dark and ominous. I mean, I like the lighthearted Marvel, but I think this is going to be a welcome change for them. I'm really digging the serious vibes of this trailer. I think we're going to get a lot more hand-to-hand combat, less like super-powered focused things outside the fact that we're dealing with aliens. Also, keep up with this marketplace by downloading the app that called this spec Inside information is how Key Collector alerted the entire comic book community back in 2019 about Secret Invasion. Use code TOM101 to not just support the show, but unlock a free two-week subscription of the best comic app in existence. At the list, at number eight, ooh, more D23 spec. We have Iron Man issue 219. $25 average sales and an absolutely mind-blowing $700 for a CGC 9.8 on September 11th of this year. The previous high sale was $286, and we only had one 9.8 sold in 2021 for $250. are 66 of these at a 9.8, so there's a relatively low count on the census. We have talked about Ghost before. Ghost was in the last Ant-Man movie. There has been speculation whether or not we're going to see Ghost in Quantumania. And with the information from D23, it's looking like it's going to happen. Not just that, we also have confirmation of who the Thunderbolts are going to be, and they are included in that roster. This is a white cover that's surprisingly difficult in high grade, but I come across it a lot. This is a tough book, but it is an era of Iron Man comics that there are a lot of things happening. This is right before Armor Wars, 650% increase in copies sold, and I am so excited for this Thunderbolts lineup. We have Contessa Valentina, Allegra de Fontaine, Ghost, Red Guardian, Yelena Belova, Bucky Barnes as Winter Soldier, U.S. Agent, and Taskmaster. A lot of people aren't digging the fact that Taskmaster is coming back. But regardless, look at the rest of that lineup. I want to know what the community thinks in the comment section below. I want you to win this Omni-Man variant on Invincible number one by Tyler Kirkham at the list at number seven. Truth, red, white, and black number one. Coming out in 2003. At this point, I would dare say it. This is a perpetually relevant comic book. I definitely agree with you, Tom. This is one of those books that keeps coming up again and again and again. And with the fact that there will be more Young Avengers stuff happening in the MCU, first appearance of Isaiah Bradley is becoming a perpetually relevant book. $30 average sales. We're seeing a high sale of $250 for a CGC 9.8. And that was on the 10th of September. This book is hitting $300-ish earlier this year, but even higher prior to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But keep in mind, we didn't really see much of a flashback or any of the time that Isaiah Bradley was Captain America. There was like the tribute statue at Mm -hmm. the end. And we also see him as an older gentleman. However, with him coming back specifically for the Captain America film, that has pushed this book up. But also they did a reprinting of this very important and fan favorite graphic novel that also spiked this book up in the last year. And also consider this. This book was printed on like horrendously horrible paper. And I found this interesting, Russ, because I'm sure you have dealt with a lot of these comic books. The 9.8 count is a staggering 447, but the 9.6 is lower, 271. Tom, that is spooky. This book is such terrible paper quality. And it's really one of those, you you open it up and it feels like you're going to rip the paper anyway. The fact that 51% of these 
on the census are 9.8, it probably means there's a lot of people that read it once or twice and went, uh, this isn't even worth grading. That's right. So keep an eye out for these even mid-grade copies. You may have some of the only ones on the census. And also keep in mind, this book was definitely more affordable prior to this news. I don't think a lot of people were expecting to see a return of Isaiah Bradley, which is why you can't give up on any of these characters you see on the screen. Not only could they be variants, alt-timeline characters, they don't introduce these characters for no reason. And we are seeing that with Peggy Cotter, who also made the list this week. And September 10th, when this announcement happened, we saw six different 9.8s that sold ranging for between $150 and $250. Keep that in mind on the price of this book. It has gone higher, but has been sold for less very recently. Now, Peggy Carter is part of the Trending 20 list, which is the larger list that we source these 10 books from. Go to Key Collector and check it out. There's a bunch of other Thunderbolts goodness on that list. Number six on the list, Blue Beetle number one from 1986. $15 average sales, 9.8s hitting $250. The August high for this book was $325. Blue Beetle specs still happening. Blue Beetle still happening. We're seeing like, footage that they're filming that this movie is indeed still on pace which is super surprising to me with all the cancellations isn't it it really is and the thing that people need to keep in mind is that the blue beetle we've been seeing footage of is jaime reyes and this is actually ted cord the other blue beetle but the reason why we're talking about this blue beetle comic is that it's the first appearance of conrad carpax who is supposed to be the villain indestructible man in the new blue beetle you know we're talking about Conrad Carapax, his sentience gets sucked into a mecha robot and goes up against Blue Beetle's weaponry that morphs on his suit. This is crazy that this movie's happening still, but I digress because this spec was also called by Key Collector back in March and verified this past week by deadline. We're getting Robert Trujillo, Raul Trujillo as Conrad. No relation, but both Trujillos do have amazing moves. Although Raul Trujillo <laughs> is known for choreographing over a hundred different productions. This guy is a great mover, a great dancer. And I think we're going to see a lot of acrobatics in this character. Probably less mecha suits. I digress. It's moved this book up 660% in copies sold. In the last seven days, by the way, Conrad goes full indestructible man in issue 13 of Blue Beetle, also trending and making that larger list on Key Collector Comics at the list at number five, Ghost Rider number 28, a perpetually relevant book. We're not stopping comic fam. It indeed is what it is. A $25 average sale and a $150 high sale for a CGC 9.8 on the 14th of this month. Now, when you say perpetually relevant, it could be because of one character. This book happens to have many layers of perpetual relevance. Now, we've been talking about this book multiple times because... Four years now. I yeah. know. Midnight Sun's first cameo appearance. Now, we've been talking recently about Blade. We've been talking recently about Morbius. We've been talking about Ghost Rider. But four years years ago we were talking about the Daniel Hellstrom the Hulu series that ended up coming out we even were talking in July 2021 that Marvel had registered the name Richmond Street Productions which is a reference to where Danny Ketch was resurrected as the ghostwriter there's a lot of layers to this 
Onion. Now we have this week, Midnight Suns, the comic book just came out. There's a variant that's a video game variant that shows Magic and Spider-Man's Midnight Suns costumes in them. And the game's not even coming out until December. Video games this year, trademarks being registered last year, Hulu's failed attempt, the occult on its way. As early as October, the supernatural is here. Werewolf by Night just gave us a teaser. Man Thing is on this list as well as Ghost Rider number one making the trending 20. See where that ended up. This increase of 250% is not only understandable, but well-deserved. You have to also add on top of all of this, the nostalgia cycle in full swing. It's this 30-year cycle, all of these early books in the 90s. We've been talking about Darkhawk. We've been talking about Ghost Rider, and you already mentioned it. Number four on the list, Man-Thing number one, $80 average sales, a CGC 9.6 going for $1,000 on the 15th of this month. First solo Man-Thing story, second appearance of Howard the Duck, by the way. I cannot tell you how enthused I am to see Man-Thing trending this week, to see a glimpse only a short second in the recent Werewolf by Night trailer, which looks absolutely outstanding. Man-Thing was featured in Thor Ragnarok on the Grandmaster's Tower. And it's been so long since that I think this right here validates that Easter eggs aren't just fan service. That anything we see on the screen is fair game for the future. Beta Ray Bill, where are you at? Yes, Tom, Beta Ray Bill, where are you at? This is the type of thing that people need to keep in mind that if you're a big spender, this might be a great opportunity to pick up these books. I know it's a 650% increase in copies sold. I know a lot of people are picking up the affordable copies of this book, but this last week we saw a 9.8 go for $2,160 at Heritage Auction. Compare that to the all-time high in March of 2021. Again, a full 18 months ago, again, a heritage auction, we saw the same book in a 9.8 go for $3,840. A book dropped $1,700 in a matter of a year and a half because there wasn't this perpetual rumor. It's a great book, and keep in mind, if you're really looking for early man thing, there are multiple appearances before this book. Pull up the character search on Key Collector Comics and at the list at number three, Marvel Presents number one. Debuting in 1975, we have the father of a character that has been on spec radar for a long time, Ulysses Bloodstone, seeing $65 average sales and a CGC 9.8 on September 11th, hitting $1,000 hot damn. There's only 63 to 9.8. I can tell you that normally when I look through Marvel Presents, the only books I'm pulling out are the Guardians of the Galaxy appearances. But in this Werewolf by Night trailer, we see a man named Ulysses that says, good luck. I'll be rotting for you. And all of a sudden, people are like, yes, Ulysses, he's a monster hunter. And we keep talking about his daughter, Elsa Bloodstone. She's going to show up in Werewolf by Night? I definitely hope so. That book is also making the trending 20. And yeah, we do see a closed caption that says Ulysses, which is why this book is spiking. But it kind of looks like it's the puppet that is now being animated and it's maybe a recording. But this is a room filled with monster hunters pushing this book up 343% this week. Ha damn, at the list at number two, amazing Spider-Man number 503. And if you enjoy what we do, you can join the community. We are an active enrollment for the October Mystery Mail Call. And we have a Something is Killing the Children, number 25, 
It's the anniversary issue with a cutter cover by none other than David freaking Mack. Yes, you're welcome, comic fam. It's glorious. There are two different versions going out at random, one per box, comictom101.com to join the community. All right, for those of you that aren't familiar with Amazing Spider-Man 503, it's the first appearance of Tess Black, the daughter of Loki. We are seeing $3 average sales right now and a recent high sale back in July of $52 for a CGC 9.8. There's one nine nine. There's only 37 9.8s. This is not one of those books that has been seeing a whole lot of collector love, but we do have people out in the comic community that are speculating that she will be showing up potentially in Loki second season. We don't have any confirmation. We don't have any real rumors. This is just kind of speculation, but we have to keep in mind that she did show up in season five of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., There were five episodes where they had a girl who was kind of dressed in Loki-style green that they referred to as the daughter of an Asgardian and a human. Already have seen her before, which is probably why some members feel confident in this affordable spec, but this book has shot up (laughs) 2,233% in copies sold in the last seven days. Wow. People are really hyped about Loki for good reason. We're going to get some Kang narratives. Yo, we're going to get so much Kang in 2023. I can't wait. What do you think, comic fam, in the comment section below? Let me know. And at the list at number one, coming out of nowhere, hit the like and subscribe. Did not think we'd be talking about Incredible Hulk 256, debuting in 1981. This book is seeing $20 average sales and a high sale for a 9.8 of $900. Hot damn. Wait for it. An increase of 4,000% in copies sold since D23 Hot Damn. Now, we haven't seen a high sale on this book in actually almost a year and a half, and the last time it was $515. Now, it's the first appearance of Sabra, who's an Israeli mutant with enhanced strength. Is she going to be a mutant? Shira Haas, to portray this Israeli superhero, a divisive decision to include this superhero at all on the screen, and it has caused a little bit of a ruckus on the internet. And she's a mutant in the comics because they retconned her origin because back in the 80s, Marvel was, you know, attempting for inclusivity, but most of the time, a lot of the time, was rather insensitive, missed the mark. I mean, let's look at her first cameo appearance, for example, in Incredible Hulk 250, which is also the first cameo appearance of Arabian Knight, a dude who literally flies on a carpet. Also the first cameo of Collective Man and another one of the early appearances of the Soviet super soldiers. So Marvel was trying, but you can tell that it wasn't always successful. And they are doing their best now to include as many different cultures and people and characters because, you know, Marvel's trying to do right by everyone. Indeed. And the fact that they're even taking it on, making announcements like this, they have a plan. I'm curious to see what that plan is, but regardless, we're going to be here every single week to chat with you about it. Hit the likes, up the subscribe button, and as always, geek responsibly. Enough said. Join myself in this guy in the best new place to buy and sell collectibles. We do some fun streams, and the community over there is growing so quick. Oh, it is so crazy. We do short auctions, dollar auctions, 15-second auctions. You got to go there and check us all out. 
Yo, we got people doing just like streams while they're shipping books. You know, it's a fun time over there, Comic Fam. We do giveaways, we're breaking out the keys, and we're having a lot of fun. Come join us. We do like convention coverage throughout New York City Comic Con. The whole group's going to be out there, and we'll all be streaming. You can join us at the con, and take a look at these two other videos. We made them for you. Enjoy them. We'll see you very soon.